And I think that sometimes when you're in the season of like anger and bitterness, it's really easy to focus on what the other person is or isn't doing to fulfill your expectations. But really what needs to be done is like you have to have some self-introspection and be able to figure out like why, why are those small things so frustrating and what, what can you do for yourself to make those things better and you, the way you feel about it better, you know? Yeah. Hey everyone, welcome back to the Community and Purpose podcast. I'm Callie. And I'm Austin, and we are grateful that you're joining us for today's episode. Wherever you're at, we hope that you're doing incredibly well today. Uh, We just encourage you to click subscribe. Also, if you'd be willing to rate and review this podcast, if you find it valuable at all, it would help us out a ton. Also, we'd be honored if you would share any content that you hear today on your social media platforms. We see you out there sharing, and we are so, so grateful for it. Uh, But we are excited about today's episode, and so we hope that you will just sit back, relax, and take in and enjoy today's episode. Well, hey, everybody. Welcome back to the Community and Purpose podcast. We are pumped to be back with you for another episode. I am here with my beautiful wife, Callie, as usual, and uh, we are just excited to be able to uh, spend a little time with you. Hope wherever you're at, you are doing incredibly well. As always, would encourage you to share this podcast. If something jumps out to you, to share it with a friend, share it on social media. We'd be absolutely honored that you would do that. But uh, today we're going to jump in and we're going to get a little real. I feel like uh, sometimes it's easy to uh, get on a podcast and share the best of, Hmm. to get on and just share kind of what are the areas that you're just nailing it in and like, hey, be like me, like do it like this. This is how you um, should act. And so um, we've been married for 15 years. We've shared a little bit of our story in previous episodes and uh, we've got three kids and uh, we we run a lot of different things and we're involved in a lot of different stuff and we have a full life. Um, and so today we want to talk a little bit about marriage. And so I think that if you are married, I think if you're considering being married, I think if you are, are having any interest in being married, um, and more than just being married, I think if you're in relationship, hmm. really, I don't, I don't think that what we're going to talk about uh, today in the area of our relationship together, I don't think it's specific generally to marriage. Um, I think it really applies to all um, relationships yeah. and, and what does the ebb and flow look like. And so um, Callie's just kind of kind of kick us off and uh, share a little bit kind of about where we've been uh, for probably the past, I don't know, the past quarter probably. I'd say it's probably been a culmination of uh, where we've been at and then where we're at now. So take it away. Yeah, we have kind of come out of a season that was really difficult. Um, but in that season, I think we were, the best way that I can describe it is that we were just at odds with each other. Yeah. Um, there, like there wasn't an easy win for either of us, I don't think. Um, I think we just, I felt pretty resentful. I felt pretty, honestly, like when I think back to it, like jealous. Like I looked at all the things that you were doing, like thinking that you got to pick and choose like your, your favorite things of all the different things that we do, you know, yeah. and feeling like I was left to do the stuff that wasn't as fun. Um, and it was hard to feel that way, but then even what was worse is I definitely wasn't talking about it. I wasn't, um, expressing how I was feeling, um, or even just giving you any idea that that's, that's where I was. 
Yeah, for sure. I think like listening to you even say that, like the the thing that was interesting to me is I've kind of always in relationship, I think I always expect that it's going to be a thing. I think that it's going to be a blowout. I think it's going to be a mistake. I think it's going to be a thing yeah. that you will, you'll be able to see it coming. It's like, okay, yep. I look back and I trace it to this moment. Like, okay, mm-hmm. I was rude. I yelled. I, whatever. I took an evening meeting on our anniversary. Like whatever the thing might be. I think it, uh, you always kind of think like, it'll be so easy to track it back. And yet I think that this is more the more normal where it's a million compromises. It's like death by paper cut. Mm -hmm. It's like, and then all of a sudden you find yourself like, okay, well I have a million small little cuts that have been bleeding. Mm -hmm. And like now all of a sudden, like I'm feeling depleted yeah. And I didn't really see it coming. It's not like if somebody chopped my arm off and all of a sudden like, okay, that's a big deal. I got to handle that. And so like what I've, what we've talked through and what we know now is that it was a bunch of different things where you felt like you were kind of getting the table scraps and it was hmm. a bunch of different table scraps that were falling off the table. And it looked like to you, yeah, like I wasn't anything I didn't want to do that you had to do, that hmm. you had to pick up the, the yeah. slack. Yeah. And I think even... Like more than all that, I think that I was putting a lot of pressure on myself to be like super great in a bunch of different areas of our life. Um, Just as a small, very real example, I really want our kids to eat healthy meals. And so that means that I work really hard, you know, one week, you know, one weekend every couple weeks where I make breakfast sandwiches for our kids. And it's a whole process. Yeah. Um, but they're amazing. But it lasts us two weeks of breakfast for you and the kids. And but it's a lot of work in that moment. Yeah. And I remember in one of those moments, I was making breakfast sandwiches after we had had a long day at church already. And everyone else was sitting down to watch football. And I felt so angry that I was in the kitchen making breakfast sandwiches when everyone else was relaxing without the foresight to see that like you were about to go outside and split wood as soon as the football game was over. And it's not to say that I didn't think that you were doing hard work around our house, but in that moment I felt really bitter and resentful, but it's also something that I've done to myself that could I make my life easier by just saying like, yeah, it's probably okay if my kids eat cereal a couple times a week, is that going to kill anybody? No. It'll be fine. Yeah. Um, so I don't think that I was doing myself any favors either. Yeah, for sure. I think the other thing that you touched on that I'd love for you to maybe just say a little bit more about is that uh, you mentioned that like you hadn't, like in hindsight, you look back and you see like there wasn't, there wasn't really a space that you communicated it, mm-hmm. that you were, you were kind of just like suffering in silence and mm-hmm. there was this feeling of like you were alone in it mm-hmm. and yet there wasn't a communication. Like, tell me more about that. Yeah. It's funny. I actually got together with a friend recently and we talked about this. She just said that sometimes she feels like there's power in silence and, and like, I agree with that. I think that there are things that, that like don't always need to be said, but I think oftentimes, and what I shared with my friend is that her and I often err on the side of silence instead of actually sharing what we're feeling. And that is so true for me. I often err on the side of just keeping myself together, like keeping myself doing what I need to do because that is like what I can control. 
But what is in reality is that I actually need to share. I actually need to tell you like in those small moments, Hey, you know what? I'm feeling a little frustrated right now that I also had a long day at church and I'm also very tired and I would appreciate it if you would come help me make breakfast sandwiches. Because if I would have said that, I think that our reality would have looked different. You would have probably said, hey, let me finish this one part of the football game and I'd love to come help you. Just wait. Come sit with us and watch the football game. That's definitely what I would have said. I would have said, yeah, we don't need breakfast sandwiches. Come on out here. Let's watch football together. Yeah. And so I think that there's just room for like the communication that will solve my problem. How often do I tell our kids that if you don't use your words and talk about the way you're feeling, nobody has any idea. And so I feel like I often give words to our kids or to other people. Like that is how you, that's how people see you in the world is when you talk about the way you feel and let people know that that's what's going on, but it's easier said than done. Yeah. It takes a level of vulnerability. Yeah. And you tell, and you tell our kids all the time, like, obviously our kids are normal, you know, 12, 11 and seven. And so like, they're constantly fighting and wrestling and whatever. And like the thing that I hear you saying most often is that your words are powerful. Hmm. Like your words can change your scenario. They can change your environment. They can change the way people interact with you. And I think it's important to, to hear that. And just to say like, gosh, like I say this, like I need to actually do that. The flip side of this is that this was, uh, this was over a, a handful of months. And uh, so it was a couple of months where we were just off. Like you and I just were, we were not connecting. We were too busy. Um, you were feeling slightly overwhelmed. I was feeling slightly overwhelmed. The kids were busy. We were just like kind of in a go, go, go season. And like the flip side of it was I could tell that you were in a funk. Hmm. Like, and, and like we'll get to like kind of how we got to this conclusion, how we're able to like openly talk about it in just a minute. But like you were in a funk and I knew that you were in a funk. You were upset, angry, like all of the emotions were there. Hmm. And then my response was you're, you're an introvert and like you need you time. Like I'm extroverted. I love like I'm a verbal processor. You're an internal processor. And so as I watched you start to feel this, this sense of overwhelm and this sense of struggle, my, my desire was to give you space. Mm-hmm. to let you process, to give you, you know, time to, that I wasn't just be like, so what's up? Like, yeah. oh, you, is everything okay? You okay? You okay? You okay? And like to force you to talk it through and talk it out. And so I, in this moment, just said, I'm not going to talk about it. I'm not going to communicate. I'm not going to force you to talk about it. You'll come to me when you're ready. Because in the past, that's what you've done. Generally, there's been like a season where you're just like, okay, yep. And then you kind of come back and you're like, all right, I'm ready to talk about it now. Yeah. And yet it was not, it was the right move. You know, like in hindsight, we look back and it's just like, okay, I knew you were in a funk and I knew that there was environmental experiences. I knew that I was a contributor to it. And I decided to suffer in silence as well and just allow you to continue to suffer in silence. And I think that in hindsight, we look back and we can say, gosh, I wish we just would have like, what a waste. Yeah. You know, like we could have just jumped in and had the conversation and made some changes and pivoted. Yeah. And just said like, okay, this is, this is where we're going to go. And this is how we need to navigate through it. And, and I think, I think that that move of giving me time to like have space and process is wise. Um, but I also think that in the moment where I was, I was so overwhelmed that I wasn't taking the time to process it. I was taking yeah. the time to just like forget about it. Like I was 
I, and I like just taking the time to like just numb out, like watching Netflix or, you know, doing anything that would like take me out of where I was actually feeling like all these hard things. Right. And so I think that giving an introvert space is great if they're in a healthy enough space to like actually take the space to use it wisely. Yeah, and that's, that's and big. that's not on you. That's for sure on me. That's on me to navigate that myself. But I think um, it's also, you know, like in a partnership, it's also like reminding each other, you know, like where we're at and to, you know, maybe you need to take space and just like go outside and process what's going on, you know? Um, and obviously that's really hard when your wife is grouchy and angry, you know, to, to be that voice, I think is tricky. Yeah, it's definitely, it, it feels real rocky. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's like, okay, so she's already struggling. So, you know, what I should do is let's go and like try and talk it out. <laughs> let's you know? rock the boat more. Yeah. Like it, it's, it, and, but ultimately like that's a, that's a self-preservation mode for me. Hmm. Like that's something that I like, well, I don't, you know, you don't, I don't want to poke the bear that's already mad, you know, like don't anger yeah. them, like don't do that. And so like, and I think that that's a cultural thing. I think that ultimately we're all wired for comfort. We're all wired for not rocking the boat. You know, like we, yeah. we don't want to make the people that we love upset or more upset. And so uh, that's really been a crazy thing. And I think that this is probably the longest season um, that we've had in 15 years together. Mm-hmm. Like this has been the long, that was the longest kind of struggle that we have had mm-hmm. where it wasn't like a blowout or it wasn't like, I mean, we haven't seen eye to eye and we fight like normal people. Like it's not yeah, like that, but sure. like this was a long season and it mm-hmm. wasn't, and it wasn't a singular issue. It was just life in general. It was it across like, the board. Like yeah. everything felt off and everything didn't feel right. And so I want to transition to how did we get to this place and like, how did we see this? And also like, hmm. I think that for, for all of you listening to be able to say, what does this look like? Okay, so how did you, I think it would be easy to hear us talking right now and say like, like, oh my gosh, like, are you really like just openly talking about this now? Like, I mean, this wasn't a year ago. Yeah. I mean, literally this resolved two weeks ago. Right. Like we came together and we figured it out mm-hmm. um, a couple of weeks ago. And so I think it's easy to say like, okay, this isn't how normal relationships function maybe. Yeah. Um, but how did we, how did the how did we start to crest the hill and find ourselves in a resolution mode? Like, what is the first step? Because in my mind, I oftentimes feel like, how did you move out of this? It gets to a place sometimes where it feels like it's overwhelming to think about talking about the last four months or the last year that we've been off Mm -hmm. and struggling. Mm -hmm. Okay. Where do you even start? And then it starts to get overwhelming. You're like, okay, I'm just going to throw in the towel. And then all of a sudden you find yourself alone and more and more isolated. So like, how did you, you definitely broke the cycle. Like you were the one who jumped in and kind of said, okay, enough is enough. This is what we're going to do. So walk me through what that looked like. Um, I ended up just honestly like taking space and spending some time with Jesus and like as cliche as that sounds, but I think that in those moments, I realized that um, I hadn't been very open or vulnerable with you on where, on what I was feeling. Yeah. Um, I had all these like big feelings, angry and bitter and whatever, but I hadn't ever talked to you about it. Um, and more than just in those moments, like I felt like God was telling me like that I actually needed to tell you on a regular basis how I was feeling, not just like the, oh, I'm so happy, but like that was really frustrating or what you said in that moment hurt my feelings. 
um, and how I often just like let those things go. And so I think I was in, yeah, I came out of that moment with the Lord where I was like, okay, I know what I have to do. And I just, we have to talk about it. And so we were, um, just in the car and I, we kind of just, I brought up the fact that I felt like we had been at odds, you know, for a few weeks. And I think it was just a lot of, I think, and that's how I felt. I guess I didn't know how you felt. And so I sort of just asked you, like, had you felt like we'd been at odds? Like how were, how did you experience the last handful of months or weeks or whatever? Right. Um, and I think it just opened up a conversation for us to discuss, like from your perspective, what happened from my perspective, what happened and where that kind of lands and then kind of just talk about how we had been feeling um, and what, you know, what, what steps we needed to take to, you know, change those hard things. Um, and so for us, it was steps were like, we had to re reinstitute our family meetings on Sunday nights. We needed to go over our schedule for the week so we could figure out, you know, who was responsible for driving the kids and picking up the kids and who, you know, how many nights a week you were going to have work meetings and just all those little things that turn into big, harsh feelings when there's not a good balance. Yeah. I think that you open up the conversation and just like, I think that's a huge thing, like to circle back and not just like breeze over it. Like you said something really, really big, like, like I just had to talk about it. And I think like, it's easy to say that, but like that first move, like you were the one who took the initiative and you were the the bigger person. Like that's what adults do is like we jump in and like the difference between our kids and adults is that you should, we have to do the adult thing. And like you were the one who broke the ice and were the one who initiated the conversation and just said, hey, I just felt like I've been at odds. How has this been for you? And I think that's a big piece to be reminded of that, mm. that it takes someone Somebody involved in it has to take the first step. And I think it's so easy. I mean, so easy to get in that place where it's just like, well, well, if they want to, then they will. And like everybody yeah. just stands with their arms folded. Like just listening to you talk, I was thinking about uh, the episode of The Office. We watch The Office sometimes together. And it's where they're like doing the standoff, like Michael and Andy and Dwight are doing a standoff with the guns and they both have two guns drawn on each other. Yeah. And then they're moving them around and like nobody's going to put the gun down. Nobody's going to stop. Nobody's going to put it down. Nobody's yeah. going to take the first shot. Yeah. You know, and so like it always takes one person to like actually say, and then they obviously, yeah. one person shoots another person and then they all die. So yeah. like, the, the metaphor breaks down a little bit. <laughs> but like, I, I think that it's, it's important to understand that somebody has to be the bigger person. Hmm. Somebody has to be the first person to be vulnerable and just say like, hey, this is what I'm feeling. And then also throughout everything that you're saying, I just heard a lot of, a lot of conversation about expectations. Like um, I heard somebody say uh, one time that all frustration comes out of unmet or uncommunicated expectations. Yeah. And I think it's absolutely true. And it's for sure true in this scenario. I think it's true in most relationships that when frustration happens, it's either an unmet or an uncommunicated expectation, which is an unmet expectation, you know? Yeah. And um, yeah, I think that's, I think that's a good point to be made and a good thing to say. 
um, what was it like for you to hear my side of it? So you said, I feel like we've been at odds. And then I kind of shared a little bit earlier, like what this feels like and what we've thought about and how we processed it. But like, yeah. what was it like for you to hear it? Was it like, oh my gosh, I never thought that. Or, oh mm-hmm. yeah, of course I knew that. Like, what, what did you think as we were sharing in the car? Like when I was telling you my perspective, what, yeah. what, what was, what were you experiencing? What were you thinking? What were you feeling? Um, I think that it, what, what I think is different about our relationship or maybe not different, but what is true of our relationship is that I am not a verbal processor. I don't often feel like I articulate myself well without having time to like think through my thoughts. And so there are times where I feel like we come, you know, to, we have a conversation and, um, I am not able to articulate myself well. And then you are able to articulate yourself well for like 7,000 people. And so then it (laughs) it makes it feel difficult for me to talk, you know, like to share how I'm feeling. And so I think, um, in the moments where I felt like we had been at odds, you know, like for the weeks or months, um, I felt like I had tried to share how I was feeling, but probably from like a really like nasty place. Like it probably wasn't like very grace filled or, it was more like, this is how I'm feeling. And it felt like it was met with like, not very kind, like, Oh, I'm sorry. You're feeling that way. It was like, well, I feel that way too. Sort of is how it felt. And so I think that there was a part of me that felt like, okay, I'm going to start talking about this. And there's a chance that it's going to be met with, you know, unkindness potentially. Um, but I think I had taken time away and had, like felt like God had softened my heart a little bit and had been able to have some perspective. So it was maybe the way that I presented it was better, but you, um, definitely shared where you were at and that you had felt like we were, you know, that we were at odds. And, um, I think that it's easy to feel like you walk into those moments and hope that they'll just say like, Oh my gosh, I'm so sorry that that's the way you were feeling. But in reality, like you had, things that you had to share where areas where I also had hurt your feelings or had not met your expectations. And so, um, those are always like tough to hear, you know, I think, but the way that we were able to communicate, I think was, um, just, it wasn't with harshness. It was with love, I think. And that makes a difference, I think. Yeah. I think that's, I think it's really important to, I think you can, you can share big feelings and big frustrations and big hurts without big volume, Mm -hmm. without big expression. Mm -hmm. I think that you can still share it graciously and caringly. Mm -hmm. Um, and I think that's, that's foreign. Um, I'm, I'm a fairly boisterous person. I'm, um, I'm passionate. I get loud, like pretty easily. I get riled up. I jump up and yell and scream at the TV when we're watching the Vikings (laughs) play. And like, so like, that's my natural yeah. inclination to do that. Um, but I think that, I think that's a great point to know that like to take the correct time and to pray it through and to figure out kind of what is the route and what's the best timing for me yeah. to kind of bring this up and to say, this is, this is what we need to talk about. And now feels like the right time. I mean, we were in, we were in a, a safe space, yeah. like driving in the car. We were by ourselves. We were able to have conversation mm-hmm. and like, there wasn't a bunch of interruptions. We weren't supposed to be somewhere else. There was no other pressures. We were kind of in a secluded place. And so yeah. like to know that that season was there, I, I think is a big part of it as well to be able to create space yeah. to have these kinds of conversations because your everyday life is not going to hand it to you. Right. Right. And I think one of the, 
major factors for me was that in the months leading up to, you know, where we were arguing and fighting more, I was more focused on what you were or weren't doing. Um, and like, so when I would communicate with you frustrations that I had, it was more like, I feel like you're not doing this. And it had very little to do with like me actually. And so I think, um, when we actually had, you know, the conversation where we came out of it, it was more like really talking about the way that I was feeling and the things that I felt like, you know, we needed to fix. And it wasn't so much more focused on you as it was focused on me as well. And I think that sometimes when you're in the season of like anger and bitterness, it's really easy to focus on what the other person is or isn't doing to fulfill your expectations. But really what needs to be done is like, you have to have some self introspection and be able to figure out like, why, why are those small things so frustrating and what, what can you do for yourself to make those things better? And you, the way you feel about it better, you know? Yeah. I think it's easy to just constantly be throwing spears. Yeah. constantly be just like pointing out all the other person's flaws and what they're not doing. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think it's important to, to understand that we can, we got to look inside and get, I mean, get humble. Like sometimes it's just like, you're not in a season, you're not in a space to be able to actually come to the table and honestly yeah. communicate where it's at. And so, um, it took us a while to get there, but I'm, I'm grateful that we had the conversation. Um, and I just think that for, for all of you listening, um, the great thing is, is that all of you are in relationships whether you have friendship, you're in family, you're in marriage, your parents, uh, your coworkers, whatever it looks like, yeah. you have relationships. And when you're in relationship with human beings, there's frustrations, there's unmet expectations, there's uncommunicated expectations. Mm-hmm. And the only way to navigate through it is, is honestly to bring it up and to have the conversation. And it doesn't always go great. I mean, this is a, an example where we had to get it right and we had to figure it out yeah. um, for us to continue on. And so it's, it's part of just understanding that you have to be bought in and you have to be willing to actually have the conversation. And so uh, I think that my, my challenge is, is that uh, we, we say it all the time that we feel like community is worth it. And whether that is, whether that's in your marriage hmm. um, or that's in a friendship, like it, that's community, that's friendship, that's relationship with other people. And it takes hard communication, it takes hard conversations, it takes vulnerability. And like, I'm, I'm just appreciative that you took the initiative in the car um, I sort of was in the moment where I felt like, you know, time, time will fix this. Hmm. Like, like we've, we've gotten through it before and it's never like we're in it forever. We're married till death do us part, you know? And so like, we'll just figure it out eventually. But you took the initiative to do that. So I want to challenge all of you listening, like take the initiative, Hmm. um, have the conversation, be willing to be vulnerable. It's hard. Be humble enough to be able to say, this is what I felt. And also like I was wrong. Yeah. Like for sure. This is where I was wrong. Yeah. It takes both of us coming and saying like, yeah, I got it wrong. Got Mm -hmm. that wrong. I didn't hit that. I didn't, that didn't go the way I wanted it to. And yeah. so, um, yeah, I think this probably hits a, a, a chord with many people. Hmm. Um, and so I want you to know that if this is something that's valuable to you, once again, would love for you to share it. Um, send us your questions, send us things that you're wondering about. If you want more details about this, or we can help you in any way, feel free to email us at podcast apexgathering.com and we will make sure and respond to those emails. But we are so, so grateful uh, that you have spent this time with us and we hope that this has been valuable to you. And we hope that this changes the way that you interact with one another, that it increases uh, your fruitfulness, it increases the way that you, uh, your satisfaction in your relationships, and that uh, this can be a change agent for you to be able to to have deeper and more meaningful relationships um, with other people around you. So Mm -hmm. hope you have an awesome day and we look forward to seeing you guys on the next episode. 